Hello, everybody, and thank you for clicking play on another episode of Crash Rhythm's Play It Forward podcast. This week, Jimmy D and I sit down and talk about music. What else? We ask each other some questions. So I hope that uh, you are, how did I put it, either engaged, educated, or entertained by our answers. Thanks for listening. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another week of podcasts. Um, this one is a little a little loosey-goosey. This is a little chill episode. I'm joined by the one and only Jimmy D. Hey, hey, hey. It's just the two of us. Yeah, it is. Yep. I'm in my closet. You're in water down. <laughs> I'm in my, my bedroom, yeah. yeah. I'm in, I, I'm, I, I record the podcast sitting on the edge of my bed, and you're currently in the closet. Yeah, I mean, yes, I'm in a closet um it's right <laughs> it's a walk-in closet though there's plenty of room i mean it's like six by oh, three feet so not bad not bad i imagine all of the hanging clothes would form a sound barrier i would imagine but you know you gotta work with what you got and i worked with what i got so here we are i love it that's great that's great i think what a great message for people at home just got to work with what you got exactly we're all doing our best we're all doing our best yeah so uh, for this podcast, we thought we'd do something a little casual, something that James and I enjoy doing, which is um, coming up with questions and asking them to each other. <laughs> so we've each got three questions to ask the other person. And uh, the hopes are that the answers may enlighten you or educate you or entertain you. That's right, Hillary. Wow. That's one of the best sentences I've ever put together. <laughs> So, and I've put together some real doozies. Some real doozies. They've been, they've been to the <laughs> moon. Real doozies. So, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, do you, should you start? Should I start? Uh, yeah. I, I can start us off. Should I, are, yeah, okay. Will we be alternating or just I'll do three and you let's do three? Let's alternate. Yeah. Okay. No, I like alternating. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's start this off on the, on the fun foot. All right. Um, oh, Oh, do you say the fun flip? The fun flip. Yeah, foot, actually, but flip works. That's okay. No, I'll, I'll let it slide. I'll let it slide. All right. Red leather, <laughs> yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. Um, <laughs> I'm now brown cow. I'm now brown cow. <laughs> so, in the past six weeks, what musical ventures have you oh, found wow. yourself being surprised by while social distancing? Oh, wow. wow. That's a great question right out of the gate. Red Jeez. leather, yellow leather. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you said it so eloquently, too. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so for me, I think the thing that I've uh, enjoyed the most is the fact that I have time to look at pieces that I have purchased but never actually looked at. So mm. I have um, a, lot of, a lot of my library consists of instructional books. So books that are a bit below or a lot below my level that I use to teach students, right? But I do have a few um, books and pieces and solos and um, that I've, you know, just kind of found in my library and like, man, I never actually learned that piece. And then I'm pulling them out and I'm, uh, and I'm working on them. So that's been nice. fun. And then the videos that people have maybe seen me posting, I've also been learning duets, but me playing both parts. So I've been putting kind of my video editing skills to the test and pairing up my parts. Oh, okay. Very cool. So that's kind of been the new thing that's been really exciting. Oh, the other thing that I've been doing, and I, I mentioned this, I think I mentioned this in the last podcast is I have the Easy Beats app. Yeah. So I 
uh, I can like, it's a drum machine, right? So I can make different drum beats. So I've been making drum beats to songs and then learning the songs on the piano. So I've kind of been accompanying myself. Okay, cool. <laughs> on the piano. Yeah. So that's, it's been kind of fun. And when, <laughs> so those have been, when like, does the uh, compilation with all these recordings come out? Is that like end of quarantine time? Is that like it, next week? It's kind of when I feel like it. So I, uh, posted a duet that I did with myself on one of the weekly challenges, just like uh, um, just a snippet of it on one of the weekly challenges uh, on the Mondays. And then I posted another one, which um, was like one of my favorite videos ever, where it's me, two of my students and young Sam, the intern and the four of us, I've split up the uh, duet parts between four people. And I put those together and that's like, it was awesome. I'm just kind of, you know, yeah, it was, was, and I'm learning a lot of things without actually recording them or posting them just for, for me and for fun. But I have a little uh, recording corner in the studio. So it's got like my banner up now and whatever I'm playing, I just put the, the gear over there and then I, I play and I have a fun backdrop. Hmm. So who knows? Might see more stuff. Yeah. And yeah, you're really digging deep into the treasure trove that you haven't explored yet. Exactly. Exactly. What about, what about you? Um, I think, <laughs> well, our friend Dave, dear Dave, um, yes. he and dear I Dave. send... Who was on the podcast Yeah, last the week. percussion podcast. Um, yes. Or who knows when this episode will come out, but... Oh, yeah. Sorry. Whatever week. Ooh. <laughs> we in? Ooh. We're in the future. <laughs> Dave and I send uh, a lot of like, uh, like new music we find back and forth. Really nice to do that like the frequent mm. stock has just increased drastically because we have a lot of time to keep working <laughs> so i i love that. i'm sending him a lot and then he <laughs> he sent me something he actually sent me something um last week oh, yeah and i'm trying to remember what it was because because he sent it to me on spotify and i don't really have spotify so i was like oh it's not working i don't know how this works and then I gave up on it and then I looked back at it and played it on Apple music, but I can't remember what it was hmm. now, but yeah, I, it's such a great thing sharing music and I'm, you know me, I'm always looking for my next favorite. Yeah, man. So I'm all about that. I'm all about that. And now like, you know, doing uh, a lot of work, it, it, you know, like at home, it's nice to have those kind of um, those albums or those artists that kind of are chill. Like man, Tycho has been nonstop mm, yeah. in this house. We're listening to Tycho all the time. That's a great, for those who don't know, that's a great just like chill listen. And it's, it's, a, it's a great thing to play in the background while you're trying to be good focused sure. music. Yeah, it really is. All right. Should I hit you with my question hit number one? Hit me with your best shot. Hit me with your best shot. James, question number one. This one's a bit, um, gear- I'm just taking these questions and gearing it right back towards me. What was your... <laughs> What, what, uh, was, what is your favorite junk line memory? My favorite junk line memory. Um, I think. I love asking you guys. These I questions. think, uh, you know, we replay all the memories usually through video format because there's a lot, there's a lot of videos yeah. that we end up getting footage from. Right. Especially since like from Laurier totally. days. And then when it, we started doing like parades and we started doing the honey badgers games there was just like a lot of cool opportunities to see yourself on the screen um it was when we did like one of the the early laurier days and um you guys were playing outside of the laurier library 
and I was filming it. And then at the very end, um, I, I pretended to be the crowd and go ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> around, and there was nobody there. And uh, <laughs> it's because we were. T- <laughs> oh, I totally like forgot to thank all of our. I gotta fans. dig that up. <laughs> it's because we had just done. I think it was Laurier Day. We just did a Laurier Day yes. gig, and then we were walking back to our house. And I thought, oh, you know what? Let's actually take this opportunity to just get like yeah, a good promo. Exactly. So we just stopped on the lawn. So like the gig yeah. was over. We just stopped on the lawn. We're like, oh, we'll just record ourselves playing a song. <laughs> and in the video, you just pan around. Thanks a lot. Oh, <laughs> no one's here. <laughs> That's so funny. I got to find that video. But yeah, because you weren't doing that gig that day. You had like yeah. a class. That's right. And then you just like came across. I sprinted over with my That's camera. Hilarious. Yeah. So my Man, that's great. I mean, I don't. My favorite was obviously a gig that I wasn't a part of, <laughs> that you didn't even play at. Yeah, cool, <laughs> great, love it. Man, I um, I had so much fun a few uh, weeks ago. I put together a video compilation of not of us playing, but of us just on stage talking to kids and going through things. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, like, I watched that video, and I'm like, I'm in love with this video. Like, I have so much fun with what I do, and like you and James and Dave and like Matt and Malcolm and you know, like Michael and like all the junk line <laughs> people are like in these videos, and it's just like such a cool thing to see us these a bunch of friends from university really who are like doing little kids programming. But um, one thing I love about Crash is I don't feel like. When, you know when you see a little kid performer and you're like, geez, mm-hmm. that's annoying. Everything or like right. as an adult, you're like, of course, sorry, yeah. <laughs> but, when, but when you see, you know, like for adults, it's not really yeah, engaging. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. And I, I really uh, pride myself in, in like creating something with us. And like a part of that is the way that you guys also approach it is creating something that is entertaining for all ages. So like the parents, we throw little jokes in for the parents, exactly. you know what I mean? And it's just like the really trying to epitomize. Yeah. Yeah. You're not pandering down to the audience and you're not like shooting too high over the kids' heads. It's like, it's a very good equilibrium. And I think you have a real talent for that kind of connection with that kind of audience. Oh, thanks dude. And, and I love that. uh, I just think it's so funny that we've taken, like you guys are in the junk line because you're my friends, right? That's how we're professionals. And to put you and well, and your professional musicians, obviously that's <laughs> no, no, that the was other not reason. a reason. But specifically, you four. <laughs> no, well, I mean it is now, but specifically, I was picking people who I knew and who I liked and who were mm-hmm. professional musicians. And then it just—I've thrown you all into this world of entertaining children, and you guys have all picked it up right away. And you're all so like goofy in your own way, and it's just perfect, and it fits the aesthetic of like approachable, like badass is what I always say, right? And it's just like. Totally fits that, and I think it's so funny, and it, it's it's really it's incredible to see. But anyways, I kind of talked a lot during your answer. Oh, that was but, my answer. Um, yeah, there it is. Yeah, I took it from you. All right, next question. Um, all right, number two. Let's go with a, a more serious note here. Um. Oh yes, love the serious ones. As of late, have you had to put on hold any music you were really looking forward to? Yeah. Well. The, the, I think the biggest thing that I was really looking forward to that I'm upset about was um, we were uh, two weeks, two or three weeks out from the big uh, Burlington Performing mm-hmm. Arts Center concert. 
So every year, the Burlington Team Tour Band and the Junior Redcoats um, put on a concert at uh, mm-hmm. BPAC in Burlington. And it's always the first, like, first weekend in April. So we were just like right there. You know what I mean? Like we were getting into the last little leg of the race, working so hard. And um, this year, I was, ex- I was especially proud of the Junior Redcoat drum yeah. line and their drum feature. And they were doing, they were just doing such a great job. And we had like maybe, you know, two weeks prior this kind of like, oh my gosh, are we going to pull this off? Like, did I write something too difficult for them? Like, you know, whatever. And then we had that amazing rehearsal where I'm like, oh my gosh, we're going to do this. Like, this is totally (laughs) going to work. It's happening. They sound great. They love the song. Like they're excited. They're proud of themselves. We can't wait to show everybody, you know, it was like that momentum and then concert canceled. And at the time I was like, okay, that's fine. Cause this, you know, we're, we're going to be backed up for like two or three weeks, but we'll still play yeah, at yeah. Sound of Music. And then Sound of Music got canceled. And now I'm like, I don't know when we're going to be able to play the feature. And they spent so much time working on it. They worked so hard. So that was probably the biggest mm. upset. Um, but apart from that, like, you know, obviously I love gigs. And I was just saying the other day to my friend that I've been really missing going to schools. Like, I love going to schools and working with the kindies and the grade ones and up to grade six for sure. But especially the kindies, because they'll just (laughs) when I come in and say, hey, guys, my name is Hillary and I'm a professional (gasps) rock star. They're like, I don't No way. Here? Buckets? What? (laughs) Yeah. In my (laughs) class? Yeah. (laughs) So I really miss I really miss going to schools for sure. But um, the uh, the online or the people have been starting to reach out now that they've known that this is a legit thing that we're in. They've been reaching out for um, virtual workshops now. So I'm starting to get more and more. Yeah. I'm starting to get more and more calls for that. that um, yeah. So that's that's interesting. But yeah. What about, um, what about you? Oh well, yeah. Putting music on hold was more since I like moved to Halifax. Um, and I, I would that's like true. definitely because of the coronavirus lockdown mentality. But before that it was, basically just because I moved out east and I was accepting the idea of not really making music as actively as before Um, and I was actually fine with that Um, but I guess COVID-19 as we're sitting it kind of turned the mirror hard and made me think about how I want to return when Mm. I get back home because I will be coming back and I do want to be back with my colleagues and um, yeah like a good example Christmas time, um, James, Dave, and I, we got together, Seagram Synth Ensemble, just to jam. And it was like really, really fresh. And we just spent like a few hours just, you know, like throwing whatever we wanted out in the open and everything was just working really well. So it, it, it's nice to know that when we get back into the swing after not having done it for like weeks, months together, then like it, it, the boys still the boys got still it. Got like it, it comes back naturally <laughs> and it's like... Yeah. It just gels. So I'm really looking forward to that. Not necessarily just when the COVID-19 thing is winding down, but like, you know, well, we yeah. got to take it where we can get it. So when we get back into it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you moved out to Halifax with no, not knowing anybody to make music with. So, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. And especially that's right tough. now, there's like no possibility of, getting in the same room as yeah. other people <laughs> finding <laughs> <anyway>. <laughs> jamming at the same time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. I hear that. I absolutely hear that. It's been, uh, you know, I, I love doing the junk line gigs and 
you know, working with people and it's been, it's been tough. Like I, to be, the, the one kind of positive out of it has been that I was anticipating it being mm-hmm. very difficult to teach and it's actually been quite easy. And in some cases, a lot of my students have been adapting to the online strategies, like learning strategies better than yeah. in person, Yeah, which is amazing. So I, I think, nice I think also. another interesting thing, like the, you say adapting, I think, yeah, practically they're adapting mm-hmm. and people in general are just adapting the mentality of like, oh, okay, this thing is here to stay for longer than we wanted <laughs> or we're expecting and yeah. we actually don't have like, uh, there, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel, but we don't have like the end in sight yet. You know, we can't project anything or model anything from that. So I think people are... Oh, exactly. Yeah, people are coming around to, all right, how do we, like, make the most of this while we're in it? Yeah, and a lot of... uh, I'm really, really grateful that these families still see the importance of their kids taking music lessons and still having some sort of schedule, some sort of normalcy. So um, for those reasons, I'm I'm super grateful because this is what my income is right now is these online lessons, right? So it's been... uh, it's been pretty, it's been good. And uh, the kids are still really enjoying it and they're learning. The hardest part is like the, the tactile part of right. correcting yeah. mistakes, right? Like I don't have that. So here I am on like a Zoom meeting just being like, okay, and just move your hand to the left. Okay, now just get that pinky in there a little bit. All right, and now what you're gonna, you know, it's tough. So that's yeah. the hardest part for sure. But the video assignments I'm sending out every week have been a huge, huge success. Huge success. So let me know if you oh, need a lesson, thanks. people. I... I'd be happy. What? No, not right. you. <laughs> you, James, you know, you've learned everything that I have to teach. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, question two right. from Let's go. me. Um, in case people didn't know, James is a classically trained pianist. So I wanted to know what it is about the piano that you love especially and why you... Why you're happy that you play the piano more Ooh, than any other instrument. All right, let's go. Tough question. Um, okay. <laughs> he likes the question. Uh, yeah, that's, that's hard for, uh, yeah, because there's so many things about any instrument that a person loves. I would say, I would say um, I, I love how much it translates, um, the way that keyboard knowledge mm. translates. I, I obviously love the sound and the feel of piano more so than a guitar and all that. But end of the day, the transferable skills is piano. You can take it as a mm-hmm. percussion instrument and you can take it as a, something that's going to apply really well to electronics and to working with um, a digital audio workstation and on a piano roll, being able to work out, you know, like octaves and all that with on a piano roll and and then yeah i don't know that's probably a really unfocused answer but it's it's like i find it's very transferable and it's it it, it's made me a lot more communicative with uh when i music how to convey it to someone else and yeah okay i get that completely that makes total sense yeah it's it's very that's not to say that piano is the only instrument like that that's that's just I guess how musicians feel about the instrument that they're most connected to in on one level or another. Right. But, but you make a great point that 
there is a lot of the piano is the basis of a lot of things. There's a reason why people are yeah. expected to learn. And it that's, first. that's a double edged sword, obviously, like, cause, cause people say, Oh, yeah, piano. All right. But then like, yeah, there is a reason why it's, it, it creates a, gr- a good solid foundation yeah. for someone when they're starting out or when they're, they've been doing it for 20 years. And when we go to, yeah. And when we go to university, everyone has to have their grade six piano. They didn't have to have the grade six. But university did you go to? <laughs> hey everyone we're mixing it up this year everyone has to get their grade six flute and was just like well, i've never i've never even picked up a flute why would i <laughs> why would i need to know that what transfer and there's something else that's kind of interesting with the uh, piano is because i actually have two students right now who are exclusively learning piano and um it's the concept of finger independence because no other instrument requires you to independently mm-hmm. yeah, move okay. the fingers. So like when you're playing a saxophone and you're changing keys, all of your fingers yeah. are clicking and moving together. So even, even though, right? Like even though you're changing which fingers independently, it's still a, a unified yeah. movement. Where on the piano, you have to be playing one rhythm on one hand and another rhythm on the other hand. And, and so it's that kind of independence with the fingers. And that's something that I've been um, like really mm. thinking about on how to teach that. But I just, I just was in like recently thinking about how interesting that is because right, we don't really yeah. have that anymore. I guess like maybe on, like organ and synthesizer, it's obviously conducive, but, but um, from well, your yes. realm, percussion is probably the only realm where it's similar because it's got keyboard instruments like vibraphone and marimba that do have it. In which case yeah. we need four. Yeah. And I guess like, yeah, piano is unique yeah. in that it requires all 10 digits and sometimes an elbow and a chin, but um, or or your toes too, I guess. <laughs> you guys should see James play the piano. They call it uh, what's what's the word? Um, Avant garde, groundbreaking. I don't know, but can't wait. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. He's a, a, a modern day auteur. <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. I mean, yeah, I, the the percussion for me. The reason why I love percussion so much is because it is so versatile and it's so <laughs> important in everything and it's so unique and it's just uh it's so different right percussion the percussion world if you listen to our last podcast or like you said before whenever we're publishing this if you listen to the podcast about percussion you'll you'll see why it's so unique and so um interesting and often under under not underappreciated under um, under under people think it's easier than it is under understood yes correct yeah 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 Well, yeah, like sometimes you're using exactly your feet, it. your knees, your hands, and I don't know, your neck and your head. Who knows what you're playing, but percussion can probably do it all if it's got muscles to do it. So. Yeah, that's, that's 100% true. I'm 100% true. Yeah. All right, James. Number three. You're asking the me number third three. third and final question. Yes. You asked me too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, this is, oh this is yeah, this oh one's a little bit more fun. Just warn me, warn me now. Is it it's fun more on the or fun is it side. not fun? Yeah. Okay. Oh, you know what? Um, <laughs> it's kind of similar to my first question. Different wording. <laughs> Throw you for a loop. Uh, what, is the, what is the best or most okay. fun musical interaction you isolation? So I guess this one differs from their first question in that this is like more, this mm-hmm. is more on like differ. the fun side. Like not what you're surprising yourself with, but like particular moment where you were like ah that was fun during isolation 
Ah, that was a good time. Um, okay. Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I think... I mean, there's been a few. One of my favorites was um, just putting together that junk line mm. jam. That was a really good time. And it came out beautiful. I was so happy with the end product. It came out so well. And then the other would maybe be, um, I have two students who work together. On, and like we, we, when, you know, we were in person, we would have the lesson, the three of us. And <laughs> I called them Sco City. Like the name of our band was like Sco, nice. right? Like, let's go. But it was Sco City. And um, I don't think they liked the name as Saw much dude. as I did, but I stuck with it. And they sodded <laughs> James and I's Rocket League team name. Sodded. Get at us. So then, um, <laughs> get at us. Yeah. The uh, uh, they've been doing kind of like online soundscapes kind of stuff. So it was something that I, you know, I said with like with their parents when we talked about doing lessons. I said like full disclosure, I'm going to be figuring this out as I go. I have no idea what form this will take. All I know is I have a few options, a few plans, and we're just going to kind of like, you know, plug and play them in, do some trial and error, see how it works. So what's ended up happening um, through the few, you know, whatever, how many weeks we've been doing it is there's, so there's two, two boys and they're at their own homes. And um, I send them a breakdown. Like we have a meeting, we talk about what we want the song to be about mm. and the kind of sound effects we want to use. And then I send them a video breaking down how it's all going to work and what I need from them. And then they send me video clips of them doing those different sound effects or what have you. And then I put it together into one video and send it back to them and we celebrate. <laughs> so it's been really cool. We did a, um, a sports themed. Actually, I posted a part of it, I think, on uh, our Facebook page and Instagram. But we did a sports themed one. And the thing that I didn't expect was they've gotten their entire oh, families boy. involved now. So every week I get video clips and it's like the one boy with his two siblings in their, their mom has created like a cool. little like soundproof kind of corner. And um, it's the three of them like crammed in there doing this part. And it's so awesome. And then like the other boy, he's in his like garage with his mom and dad and the sisters, the one filming and, you know, like they're all making the sound effects and it all comes together. That's awesome. And it's pretty sweet. So that's been like such a nice little creative composition we've been doing. Um, yeah, it's been, it, it was really a figure it out as we go, but it, it's like mm. the product has been so awesome. And uh, yeah, other than that, I've had a few breakthrough moments with a few of my students, which was like, I didn't think would be possible over like video. But this one, one of my students, um, he just like all of a sudden, just based on something we were learning on, just popped out like a beautiful double stroke roll. And it was like, <laughs> I celebrated. I was like, yes, woo! And I was like, jump. And I'm like, we did it! We did it! And he was like so <laughs> proud of himself and it was awesome. <laughs> so like those are moments yeah. that I didn't expect to get with online lessons. But we're still getting them. So that means that yeah, something's keep working. Them coming. That's awesome. And that's great news. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, anything yeah, for you? Uh, about that? You know what? Every Saturday, um, I guess like 2 p.m. my time, because I'm on East Coast time. Um, there's, um, so there's, there's this online, I wouldn't even call it an academy, but they run master classes for piano technicians. And they, bas they basically have a, oh, like a radio yes. hour every Saturday, but it's a Zoom call and you just register for free. And it's like this one call, the first time they did it, there were like 300 plus people that were on. 
and and they're all piano technicians Incredible. and tuners. And if that sounds dry, it probably is to most people. But for me, it was like incredibly <laughs> right. exciting because I get to see these people face to face and at least 30% of them were people whose name I recognized, but only recognized on paper. So here they are, like face right. to the name, putting a they're face talking about name. things way beyond my capacity. And like, it gives me a lot to look forward to. But it was just like, it was it was kind of an over the moon. Very cool. Not starstruck. But you know, it was really cool to be in a virtual room with all these people. So, th- so one person is facilitating this, and do they yeah, do all the talking, two, or like two guys? One work? who's probably about our age, or maybe in his thirties, um, Ethan Janney. He hosts it and like sets up the invitations and all that, and then he's um, flanked and collaborates with um, uh, this guy David Anderson, who's in California, who's like, I, I don't know how old he is. He's senior <laughs> like he's been in the business for like 60 right, okay. plus years <laughs> and said. they just like they're they're these two contrasting oh, wow, yeah. perspectives that are like bringing people together or not contrasting perspectives but uh different like just yeah different yeah, walks like, just different experiences and it's, it's yeah. so awesome that all these people like are doing this every saturday together and they cover wow that is so cool and just for the, those who don't know, is James is a piano tech and tuner. That's so why if he's, you, yeah. <laughs> that's why yeah. he's engaged. In if this. you're interested, like, I'm not just some dude. He's not. You're not just some piano. dude. He's not, he's not just some a piano dude. He's an actual <laughs> smart piano. I wouldn't dude. go that far. He's um, a technical yeah. piano dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I regretted saying it immediately. <laughs> he's smart. I'm kidding. We're friends. I finished university, we so I can be as dumb as I want now. Yeah, <laughs> that's what a great, a what a great terrible line. lesson. <laughs> that's the qualifier. Terrible lesson. <laughs> that's amazing. Um, nope. Are you are you prepared for my question three? Do it. Okay, here it comes. So, um, I'm I thought of a concept for a question, and I haven't quite said it out loud. Cool. So I'm going to try to just stumble my way through this. Can you? Relay to us a experience from your childhood or youth when you saw a musical performance or, or listened to a artist or saw a video of an artist and thought, wow, that person is a rock star. I'm looking up. I look up to them <laughs> and what they do. And I'd like to do that. I mean, me. yeah. I mean, how'd, that, got how'd that go? Was that okay? Um, I mean, Fred Penner came to our yeah. elementary school and I was like, Oh boy, this is like this is topping Robert Munch. Um, oh boy. Uh, okay, an actual <laughs> rock star feeling moment. I think uh, this is tough because I didn't see a lot of like big ones when I was a little kid. I'm, I'm just letting you know now that I'm asking <laughs> you this question, and I don't really um, have a great answer. So does it have to be from when I was so a I get kid? It. Can it can it be like? No, no, no. It can be. I I was I was more looking for someone that maybe it, it kind of it somehow clicked in your head that being a oh. musician would be. A oh, great that's thing. easy. <laughs> that's kind of what I'm. 
Oh, so so I did we do a terrible job um, okay. the question. <laughs> I would say I saw um, we got there. I saw Pat Metheny at the Burlington Performing Arts Center, and he was playing with the guy who did, yeah, like five oh, years recent. ago, six years ago. And I saw him playing in a trio, mm-hmm. and the drummer was the guy who did the drumming for Birdman. And I was like, this is oh, unparalleled cool. for what I've seen that's like really making me want to just sit down and make music. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. And, and that year, we had played cool. a Pat Metheny piece in the percussion ensemble at Laurier. So that was like also just there's that extra oh, no way. there where I was like, <laughs> Yeah, over the moon to see them. And then, next step, yeah, yeah. this is a three-part experience. We we knew the uh, promoter for the show. Oh, and he wow. was like, do you want to meet Pat Metheny? And I was like, oh. And then we went backstage and met him. And oh, I told him <laughs> that we had played Last Train Home in a percussion Very ensemble. Cool. And he was like, he was like really jazzed about that, that it had been arranged for percussion ensemble. Because he's a, he's a guitarist. And they arranged it for marimbas and and yeah. Oh, it's awesome. interesting. Yeah, that is really cool. One of my favorite pieces that I played at Laurier, and it was like me and uh, it was Darcy and I who actually like really pushed to put it in a percussion oh, ensemble yeah. concert was um, "Sleep" by Eric Whitaker, and it was arranged for um, nice. like a, a marimba quartet. And man, does that puppy! Yeah. It's beautiful. It's such a beautiful piece. And man, we just like, I love playing that. Just like the beautiful, and you know me, I'm not a mallet player. Yeah. Like, like it just I takes that, so that little bad. spark of inspiration. So. And then you like, you want to see it through to the end. Mm-hmm. Probably not. Are, are you ready for my answer for number three? I, have to do, I thought of it. No, I don't think you are. This is, this is so Hillary. I, uh, it was, it, I was a little kid. And I was just starting to like actually get into music. Like, you know, that point where you're no longer listening to what your parents yeah. are putting on, but now you're asking to put stuff on that point. And one of the first mm. bands that I really got into was Blink-182. And I thought Travis Barker was the coolest thing ever. He was like covered in tattoos. He was just like ripping it on the drums. He never had a very big drum mm. set either. It was always like a very humble drum set. And he was just like, making so much with it. And then on top of that, I, I had a, um, a, like a DVD of like a Blink-182 behind the scenes DVD. And I would watch that all, I watched it all the time. And there was a clip of him playing. So keep in mind, I'm probably, you know, mm. getting to like 10, 11. So I'm starting my drumming lessons. And he was playing on a drum pad, just doing snare licks, traditional, yep. which is the grip that marching percussionists use. True. Um, not for you. I know you know that, but others might not. And then, uh, and he was just like ripping it and it was like awesome. And I was like, whoa, not only is it, he's a kit player, but he's like the coolest dude ever. And he knows how to do like mm-hmm. marching percussion, like heavy drum rudiment stuff too. Yeah. That must make that even cooler. And so for me, that was like, wow, drums are cool. Drums are so cool. Marching drums are cool. Just drumming on a pad, yeah. which is what I was doing at that time yeah, is man. cool. And so Travis Barker, man. And, like, the best thing about Travis Barker is if you've ever seen him talk or, like, be interviewed, he is, mm. like, the quietest, sweetest man. Like, I don't know if you've ever I have seen not, an interview with Travis Barker or anything I like that. I did read. Uh, you're talking about the Beatles. Do, do you even know who I'm talking about? You do know who I'm talking about. <laughs> no, I. I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did read toe, about Travis Barker tattoos, that one of his, yeah. like, biggest inspirations <laughs> was Buddy Rich, which, you know, like. Do... Yes. 
And that, yeah, that like, made me watch and, Buddy and Rich. You wouldn't even know it from Blink-182's yeah. music, but that... I mean, like, I can kind of see it a bit because my, my, obviously I have right. a more technical lens for percussion, but I can, I can totally see it. Like, it makes sense to me, Buddy And then because of that, I actually got a Buddy Rich DVD, and I used to watch that all the time, nice. too, because yeah, I think yeah. he, I he, guess he to, really to, to the con, I not yeah. pick up on it, but, like, influences <laughs> can just, like, really have a very wide array of ways of inspiring people in all different genres. Yeah, absolutely. And he, like, yeah, I just thought he was so cool. And like, yeah, like I said, he's just like the sweetest dude ever. He had a show too. He had a TV <laughs> show at one point. And that, oh, what was it called? It might have been like <laughs> Keeping Up with the Barkers, honestly. <laughs> it was something like that. But, and he had a, he had a son. He had, this is so, this is so great. He has a son and I'm pretty sure the son's name is Landon, Landon. And when I was a kid, I was like, oh, that's such a cool name. He's so cool. What a cool name. And all of my Tony Hawk <laughs> Pro Skater characters, I named them all Landon. <laughs> when I was a kid and I was video gaming, I was like, you know, it's like, you have to come up with a name for your character, but they wouldn't let you be a girl or anything. And I'd be like, oh, Landon. Mom, so sick. I want to be Landon. Such a cool name. Skater. Rockstar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ma, just call me Landon. <laughs> so I got my own house And then now. she kicked me out. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> no, I got my yeah, so yeah, that was actually just uh, two months ago. <laughs> I, I'm like, ma, changed my name, and then I bought a house. Um, yeah, well, hey, yeah. great chat, James. I feel great about all that. And uh, for for you, the listener, I hope you learned something, if not about <laughs> music, just about James and I's friendship <laughs> and how whimsical it is. Because I really want you to know that. Um, this conversation is very similar to millions of conversations that we've had not being recorded. Like we just love talking about these things. Yeah. We absolutely love talking about these things. So, um, well, thanks James. Thank you for all your, uh, questions and insights. And I think, what was the thing I said earlier that I I hope that we did engage, educate, and entertain. I think so. I think so. I think that's the whole purpose of crash in this podcast. And maybe our friendship. Thanks for having me. Oh, geez. One more question for you. One more question oh, because I... you got mad at me a few weeks ago. Uh, what is something you're listening, listening to right to now? I'm listening to a group called Lake, and they just put out an album a week ago, and it's really, really cool. Oh. It's like, yeah, if you know a group called Stereolab, they okay. put out this album kind of like them. It's just really nice. Very cool music. Lake. About yourself. Nice. You know what I've been listening to? Yeah, thank you. You know what I've been listening to? Um, I just had one of those moments. You know, you, when you just like something happens and it makes you think like, oh yeah, that mm, yeah. band. Oh my gosh, I've been listening to that band in forever. And then you put on an album, you're like, yes, <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, nice. Alt J. Yeah, I was, I was just, <laughs> yeah, I put on Alt J's an awesome wave, <laughs> no, so just, good. I just thought, no, <laughs> it's not even funny. Let's just close the show out. <laughs> I'll tell you later. <laughs> okay tell me later tell me later i want to hear it anyways <laughs> okay awesome <laughs> thanks everybody for listening and uh we will bye. see you next week with another episode goodbye <laughs> thanks again for listening everybody remember that you can follow crash rhythm on instagram at crash rhythm and like us on facebook just type in crash rhythm And uh, don't forget to follow our blog as well, which is on our website. 
under the tab titled Crash Today. Thanks, everybody. Play it forward, and we will see you next week. Bye.